Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. On the mics is the Z-Man. What's up, Z? Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to have to tell Ganthor to come back. Uh, the other, on the other mic, the mighty Ganthor, are you back there, buddy? Uh, barely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I feel up, like I'm knocking on heaven's door right now. <laughs> what up, everybody? I'm Spear. Uh, this week... Uh, something must be done about uh, unwanted solicitation. So something weird happened to me the other day at work. Uh, I got cold called by a telemarketer. And, and it so, was On your cell phone or uh, no, work on my, phone? No, on my work phone. On, right. my, on my phone, on my desk, I got, a, I got cold called by a telemarketer. And I'm like, hey, I, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> like I don't know how the hell you got my number and why you thought I would be interested in your shit. But you got the wrong guy. And then B, what the fuck? When when did this start happening? Because like, I, I just picked up the phone, right? I, sometimes I'm just doing stuff and I'm working and I'm not thinking and the phone rings and I just grab the phone, I pick it up and I just start talking to people. And maybe I should stop doing that. You got caller ID, don't you? I don't look though, Ganthor. You can't look? I, I, can, I can and that's what I'm saying. I guess is that's, that's what I should start doing because you never know now who the fuck's going to be calling. Yeah, if you don't recognize it, don't get it. I yeah, but like so, like I don't know everyone's cell phone. I don't know where people might be calling from. So I'll pick up the phone. I'm like the way I figure it. If my phone's ringing at work, it's probably about work. Now that it happens all the time, you can see it in a in a company where you'll get a call and it'll be a recruiting firm or somebody, and you'll see, and you know, you'll hang up on them or whatever, and then you'll just see them go down the line. Of all the phones next to you. Yeah, right. So you just start seeing the cube next to you start ringing. Yeah, and it's the same people. And it's I don't understand how they expect it to work, right? It's got to work. It's the same reason why phishing works. Uh, you know, spam emails work because at some point someone's going to say yes. So the, so the biggest problem I had, though, and I have this problem pretty much any time I get a call by a telemarketer. Like if, I, if, for, if for any reason I pick up the phone and now I'm stuck with a telemarketer, I don't know how to hang up gracefully. Just what? Up. You don't have to be graceful about it. Yeah, there's, there's, you don't have to feel bad at all about hanging a thing up. But, but I do. I figure this is their job. For better or for worse, they're doing a job. You can be polite about it and just say no, thank you, and just hang up. So that's, but that, so I do that. So I'll usually go. I'll usually say like, you know, thanks for the call. I'm not interested, right? And then you'll get the, but uh, I understand you're not interested. But if it, and I'm like. Now I have to hang up on you. I gave you the graceful out. Right. Like, yeah, you're just too polite. You just you need to say hello, and then if you don't get an instantaneous response, just immediately hang up. So that I do. That I do. Like because they'll wait, right? They'll wait because they think it's like a, an answering well, machine. Well, no, because like it's it's routing the call to an available person. All right. Sometimes that takes a little bit of time. So if you don't hear anything right away, just immediate insta hang up. Insta hang up. Yeah, but if I if I do get the person, I I almost feel compelled to let them go through their spiel. Oh, no. why do you do I that? Do. Just like as soon as you can hear it, you just hang up in the middle. Like this. I don't know. I'm like a bleeding heart with this. I, I let them yeah, go through their whole deal? spiel. I do. I do. I'm ridiculous. Yeah. See, you, you're. That's even worse because you gave the guy a glimmer of hope. Because I listened to his spiel. Yeah. Yeah. He that's, gave that's, him a little bit a, of blue balls. Yeah, that's ten times worse, dude. Is it really? Yeah. I should just hang up on them straight away. Absolutely. And not give them any hope at all. Right. And not let them do at least once you, a bit of their once job. You, once, you, once you acknowledge them and you're listening to them, they now actually feel like they can, they can convince you. So I'm a fish on a hook at that point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're well, worse. You're, ni- you're nibbling at it. So I'm actually making I'm actually making it worse. I feel mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I'm actually letting these people do their job. I mean, no. Wow. I hadn't considered it that way. I feel like I, I have to at least give them the opportunity to do their job and then give them the and then and out. then say fuck you. No. Well, it's that's not a fuck, fuck you. It's that's a gra- the fuck you bum. It's like give me money. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not the fuck you bum. I'm giving them. I'm giving them a polite and graceful decline to their. You got to Darwin them, right? Survival of the fit. Like you can't even let them survive at all. It's like in Game of Thrones. Like you know, you taunt them a little bit, and you, and you and you try to get what you want out of it, and then he fucking crushes you. <laughs> you give them a little glimmer of hope that your character is going to do something positive. And, and then, then you kill him off. You. It's like yeah, what he did see, to Tywin. You're not even enjoying it, though, Spear. You feel bad about it. I, yeah, I, it's a you just whammy. don't need that. What, you're not even what, getting good karma out of it. Right. See, I th- I, I'd like to think that I was getting good karma out of it. No. I'm letting this no, guy do Nothing his... good comes of how you do it. I'm letting this guy do his job. Well, he's got. To, he should probably consider... His other... job is to get suckers to buy, not to talk to people. His, but, but that's how you get suckers to buy, right? Is by at least giving your pitch... And hoping that someone responds to it. So you're saying, like, this is like you saying, you know what? Every time I get a spam message, I should at least read it. <laughs> yeah, That's what you're saying. It's a little bit like that. When you put it that way, you're absolutely right. So what bothers me the most about the, the workplace cold callers are the ones that lie about it and pretend that they're trying to reach somebody. And, and, and they got and the wrong extension. Right, and they and then they start trying to pump you for info and start asking you stuff. It's the whole dishonest thing. Like, first you're cold calling me, second you're a telemarketer, and third you're coming up with this fake lying story to try and make it happen. No, I'm not going to help you. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be polite to you anymore. Which is especially difficult because it's in the work, workplace, right? And there's always that slim possibility that it's some somebody legitimate that you're just going to be rude to and. Right. Shorten and, your career, and then there's the ones where it's um, like I've actually gotten call calls where they, they they put you on hold, like they call you, then they say, "Please wait while we connect you to the next representative." Oh, no, fuck that, fuck you. What the hell am I waiting for? <laughs> what are you crazy? No, my favorite are the recordings, right? Where you'll get cold call. This happens on my cell, oh, on my work yeah. cell phone all the time. <laughs> I, I again, I'm an idiot, so I pick it up, and it's you know uh, there's a problem with your bank account or oh that's a good one there's a there's this is a phenomenal opportunity for a vacation property and blah 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 I'm like what the fuck I've gotten the Spanish ones before oh I love those the Spanish ones that start off with the boat horn because they're selling some Spanish cruise thing right. It's like, yeah. No, it starts off, it's, and then it goes into the spiel, and it's like, okay, that's going to make me want to listen to that. No. That's not going to make me immediately hang up. Right. What the fuck? I've not, I've not experienced any of these things. These sound great. No, I got the, I've gotten the Spanish one. I never got the one with the horn, but I've gotten, this, I've gotten Spanish ones. I don't know what they're fucking selling. Because yeah, Corey sounds like an extremely traditional Spanish name. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> So I, at home, I don't answer the phone uh, unless I know unless I know the number. Like if I see unknown caller or private number, the fact that you have a home phone still boggles my mind. I do. 
It's, and and yeah. not only not only is it a home phone, but it's a landline. It's not even a voice over IP phone. It's a oh landline. Is it rotary? No. <laughs> no, it's it's got the touch tone, but it's a it's a uh, it's a landline. That's ridiculous. And on the caller ID, I'll, I'll see private caller or some fucking other thing, and uh, I won't pick up. There are times where, again, if I'm not looking at the caller ID, I'll just pick up the phone. And the worst is when you get like the um, the police, right? The what do you call them? Police athletically. Yeah, you get that kind of stuff. Order f- police. Exactly, right? The one yeah. that you feel like a total douchebag for saying no to. Yes. <laughs> and and like they go and again they go through their spiel and then they go, "Can we count on your support?" Nope. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, you can't. I'm a douche. You can't count on my support. You can't count on me for anything. Oh God, I fucking hate that shit. And, and as long as we're talking about the caller ID stuff, my my wife, in turn, took a picture of the caller ID. The thing across the top said, "And I shit you not, illegal scam." <laughs> <laughs> Did, and you guys didn't program that in or something? It wasn't like they called before that you programmed it that way? Swear to God. came up, Came My up God. illegal scam. I will take this picture. I will post it on the Facebook. It is one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. That is amazeballs. I wish they would have one that said legal scam. The, well, any, anything but scam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking not picking it up. <laughs> like, Even my grandmother would be weary if she got that call. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, avoid, I can avoid the caller ID. Right, I cannot. I cannot pick up the phone. That's fine. What happens when they come to your door? How do you avoid that shit? You can't. It's easy if you're not expecting anybody. Don't answer the door. <laughs> At my house, they can see us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, but... at, we're at street level, and they can like they're like waving at us. <laughs> Knocking on the window. No, hey, boy! <laughs> that's even easier because you can see them and and realize you don't recognize them instead of you know the off chance that it's a neighbor coming over to talk to you or bring you a beer. Or, you know, tell you your garage door's open or something. It's <laughs> yeah, like, what true. are they going to do? They ring the doorbell and they see that you're not going to answer the foot. What, there's nothing that they can do. Except keep knocking, right? And be a, a general nuisance. They, see, they're not going to do that because you're yeah. just going to go call the police on them and then they'll get busted for not having a permit for solicitation. But. I guess. Uh, but, I mean, I have a big bay window, yeah. right, right leading out to my porch. And if, my, if, the, if the curtains are open, you can see right in. And it's like, how much of a douche do I have to be to see you standing on my porch, knocking on my door, and then be like, oh, no, I really don't see you there. Now, see, it, you're not being a douche, though, because they want something from you. You, don't, you didn't invite them over and then decide to not answer your door. No, but I'm a human being, and they're a human being, and they're standing out there, and, and they can see me. It's not like the phone where it's anonymous. I don't know who's on the other end of that phone. I don't know if it's a computer or a fucking real person, but here is an honest-to-God, blood-and-flesh you know, blood person sitting on my fucking front step. I get See, that happened to me this morning. Some girl's been coming around the neighborhood trying to sell kids' books or whatever, and my wife, my wife can't say no. But she keeps putting her off and avoiding the door. Well, this woman, you know, she's come back, I guess, the fourth day now. So the bell rings, and I'm getting dressed upstairs. And I'm, you know, I'm not rushing. I'm not making any effort. And I'm, I'm on my way down, and it rings again. So I finally open it up, and I tell her, no, we're not interested. And, and all this stuff. And she still tries to sell me on it. And I'm like, now I feel bad for saying no because I'm not giving this girl money. And I'm like, what what is it's like you feeling bad hanging up on people but like you said this girl's in the flesh and blood she probably invested all her money 
in this stupid fucking book thing to right. try and sell kids' books door to door, and it's like, I'm sorry you're in whatever situation you're in, but yeah. I'm not going to buy that stuff. Yeah, I, do, I don't want to hear about it. Yes, they look like the great books. Not interested. Yeah, I, I didn't fuck your wife, so I don't have, shouldn't have to listen to your kids screaming. <laughs> Shit. That's, it's kind of <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> That's a little harsh, but yeah. I mean, the same rule applies here. I don't know how to end this conversation gracefully, right? Because I can hang up the phone. And as, as harsh as that may be, it's even harsher. It's worse when you slam the door in someone's face. Right, because they won't let you exit gracefully. Right. Because- no, yeah, they've got to try and hard sell you or, or use any little thing yeah. to try and turn it around. But it's like you, what's helped me, and I, I used to have the same problem as you, Spear, is just what do they want from you? What are they trying to get from you? And what are you going to get out of it? And it's like it's never in your favor. Right. You're going to give a random stranger some form of money with the the hopes that they're going to deliver something to you at the later. And it's like, I'm too cynical for that. And then I could just go on Amazon and probably buy it anyway. So so here's here's where I always make my classic error. So someone someone will be at the door. You know, sometimes they'll ask the question, you know, do you have a few minutes or is this a good time? And then I'll say no. And I'll try to use that as my exit strategy. Oh, no. Then you get the follow-up question. Well, when would it be a good time to come back? Right. <laughs> and then my dumb ass always and again, says... And again, you're basically giving blue balls because they're like, yeah. oh, okay, this guy's kind of interested. It's just a bad time. Right. And then my dumb ass always says, like, Tuesday. Right? <laughs> I just I blurt it out. I just go, I don't know, Tuesday. And then they vanish. And then they come back. And now you're, now you're fucking hiding and you're a hostage in your own home. Yeah, you're hiding because you know who it is. exactly right. That's what my, what my wife did, and this this poor girl kept coming up four days in a row because she thinks she's going to get a sale. But uh. that just she just has to be like. At what point have you done it enough that you recognize you should be able to recognize people are just pushing you off? It's like saying maybe to your kids, right? Maybe means no, but I don't want to tell you no right now <laughs> because exactly you're going right. to cause a scene. So I'm telling you maybe. You get to a certain age where you understand what maybe means, right? Right. These sales, these door-to-door sales people, it hasn't been a viable career since like 1965, right? Before the internet. <laughs> yeah, right. When, like actually, all those... when, when this actually was a good service that somebody came by with, an, with a vacuum cleaner because the vacuum cleaners were fucking heavy. And you didn't want to buy a vacuum cleaner at the store. Right. The other thing that aggravates the heck out of me is, is the panhandling stuff that goes on. Especially because so many people make jobs out of it or dishonest about it. I was at a train station, and this guy comes up and, hey, man, can you help me out? I'm stuck here. I don't have money to get home. I'm just trying to get home to see my family. And back then, I was younger and more or less less cynical. So I gave this guy a couple bucks, and it's like because I felt genuinely bad for him. Here's this poor guy stuck here in a city trying to get home, doesn't have any money. That would be a terrible situation if he were genuinely in that, right? True. Yep. No, the guy just, you know, he's probably just hanging out at the train station because that's his job that's how he makes his money he probably gets you know maybe five ten donations a day from people probably 20 bucks 50 bucks whatever and i'm the one who has to feel bad about it well it's not fair for you to have to judge either as to whether or not this is a real thing or some fucking scam right so this happened to us and in palm springs we were eating we at a restaurant out at night we're eating outside and this 
homeless guy, I mean, I'm using the air quotes here, comes up and asks us if he, we could buy him something to eat. And I'm like, no, <laughs> sorry, I'm not, I'm not helping you. I'm not buying you dinner. You know, my wife's like, Are you sure, you know, why not? And it's like, because he probably just does this to tourists or whoever, and he just eats for free because people f- praise upon their guilt. And it's like, no, f- fuck you. So I'll bet you, I'll bet you that he saw you sitting there with your woman and he decided you were easy pickings because if you turned him down, your wife was going to think you were a douche. Probably, but I, I told her, I'm like, he's, he probably just does this. He probably gets free food from everybody. And saw him a few minutes later go up, go in the next restaurant up the street. And I'm like, what in the, f- why are they letting him in there? And he didn't come out for probably a good half hour, 45 minutes. So yeah. he was either blowing somebody in back or he worked at the restaurant and didn't just want to, didn't want to buy his food and tried to sucker it out of us. Um, I we got the uh, the guys the up here the homeless guys usually are trying to sell you a newspaper and the newspaper is a um, thing that's called spare change and uh, it's like they they can buy them for like I don't know twenty five or thirty cents and then usually people give them a dollar to to buy it from and it's you know it's whatever it's a it's a community focused newspaper it talks about people who are homeless doing stuff with their lives it's a, it's, a, it's a decent paper and every now and then I actually want to read the thing so I actually look I I know where to go find a guy and I'll and I'll read it. But um, the guy who always sells it to us, he's always selling it to you, trying to get you to, to buy it outside of the uh, the bank. Because I assume at that point he's like, well, I know you got money. Because, yeah, right. But I went to the ATM. I got 20s. I ain't fucking asking you to trade. I'm not going to have you break change for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it wouldn't be change. It would be, oh, man, I'm a little short. Yeah. Right. How about uh? How about five or something? How about, how about just buy five of them? Yeah, I don't yeah. want five of your paper. Still though, yeah. it's pretty clever. And, and you know what? Of all the things, of all the things that you know, like if you're going to be out there panhandling or whatever else, that's not so bad. I'd I'd give a few bucks for a paper like that. That's all right. Especially if I'm like if I'm like a, if they're like hanging out in front of a train station or something like that, and I can get the I can get the paper before I get on the train, so that yeah. I can I can do that with my commute. That'd be all right with me. Speaking of trains, in the in the train station that I you know, I commute into, they usually have little. Um, busking areas where people can sit and play music and some of the talent that's down there is absolutely fucking phenomenal like there there's this um pack of like violin players that they they're there in the morning and they're in the afternoon and they're amazing and then there's usually it's it's usually a group of them that are playing like some sort of i don't know concerto or some something awesome and then you downgrade all the way down to the poor fuck who's sitting there with a plastic paint bucket and a couple of drumsticks was, was he any good? <laughs> no, man. He's just banging on a fucking plastic bucket. I mean, can he, is he doing it better than you could do it? No. Because most of the people I've seen, they can do it better than I can do Dude's it. Dude's got no rhythm. And here's my thing. You are, you are no more than 50 yards away from these fucking Juilliard-trained violinists. What the fuck are you expecting? <laughs> You're just banging on a goddamn plastic bucket. Yeah. Hey, go with what you got, man. I guess. But I mean, you know, don't expect to be don't, don't expect to get a great big take from your day of banging on the banging on the bucket. You know what I mean? Did you, did you see the uh, they did that? They had um, some like world class violinist sitting out in like you know time uh, Central Square or something like that, doing the doing the thing with the violin case open, just playing. And he was playing some like ridiculous stuff, and just people are just like walking by him and not even like paying attention. And like this is a dude you would normally pay like you know 150 bucks to go see him playing a concert. <laughs> right. Ball. He's just standing out there playing for free. Yeah, and then and people are just walking right by him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that these that these guys, uh, these guys and gals. Actually, I should say they're mostly gals. These these uh, these violinists down there, they're doing all right. They um, 
suburban station, the SEPTA station that I, that I commute to, they have um, you have to you have to sign up for these spots where you can play. So you can't just grab your grab your instrument in your plastic fucking bucket and just camp out someplace and play. You have to sign up, you have to register, and they have to approve like your act. I wonder, I wonder if that's like a like an American Idol audition. <laughs> Do you go to like City Hall like, with your plastic bucket and start banging on shit? Oh yeah, like, you can go to like spot these are the five. people who made it. Where's the, where are the people who didn't? <laughs> <make it? laughs> shit. <laughs> so another weird thing we get up here with the city is um is we we get the the solicitors on the sidewalk. You know the people with their brightly colored polo shirts with their logo on it, clipboards, and they're really good at it now because what they'll do is they'll have one person facing one direction and about 20 feet away they'll have another person facing the other direction and they'll kind of like try to like corner you. So if they see like if they see you like trying to like juke around them, the other person will grab you, and it's 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 like so annoying like yeah. to the point where if i see them ahead i will cross the street i will cross the four lane highway or a uh, major thir- street to get to the other side so i don't have to deal with it you will go out of your way to avoid like, them yeah and so what's really annoying is sometimes they set up right in front of my office to my door to my to my uh, my, my office because my office is right next to an all ball pan and so like they, they camp out right in front of the all ball pan and like i'm like i'm just going to work get out of my way and it's so annoying I hate those motherfuckers last year i went to the um the 4th of July, um, it was 4th of July in Philadelphia, so I went down to Independence Hall. Oh, that was uh, probably 4th of July up here, too. They, yes. <laughs> the, they, they had, like, the, the cupcakes giveaway. It was nice. It was nice down there. And there was a parade. And right on the parade route, and you couldn't avoid them, right on the parade route were these people with these big placards of, like, aborted fetuses and Really nasty, awful-looking shite. Yeah. And I'm walking, I'm walking along with my kid, right? Who's who's all of uh, all of five years old, right? He's, he was almost six at the time, and he's like, "Daddy, what's that?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no look!" <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to hide him behind me. I'm trying to like skirt past these people, and they're um, chanting and they're making, you know, they're they're you know they're making a, you know, I hate to say this, but they were making a spectacle, and those. Those placards, those pictures were so indescribably offensive. And I'm like, what are you what are you doing? It's a nice holiday. It's a beautiful day. What the fuck is the matter with you? You know? I'm all for your sp- your freedom of speech. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for your right to complain or bitch about whatever the fuck it is you're bitching about. But for all that is holy, there's fucking kids, y'all. Right. Yeah, that's the last thing that your kid needs to get traumatized by out in public is some protester and stupid posters and billboards and pictures and all that crap. Just... I don't, yeah, I don't want to have to explain that shit. Yeah, he's four years old, you know. It's, Fuck that. Yeah, it's hard enough explaining to them where state comes from. Right. So how, how do we avoid some of this kind of stuff? You got the do not call list. Hey, does that really work? I, I think it's better. Um, I, I don't really get too many calls. That are that are unsolicited on my uh, on my cell phone since they came out with the uh, the, the, the cell phone version of that. I could have swore I put myself on the do not call list, and I still get these fucking calls. Maybe you re-up get... Do you have to re up that? I don't know. I mean, maybe I get fewer. It's fewer, right? Not less, fewer. Fewer. I get fewer, count. right? I still get them. Is the point? Yeah. How effective is the fucking do not call list when I'm still getting calls? Well, there's the one. The, the thing is, like, they can still send you political calls, right? If it's, if it's something political, they have like an exemption that they can still call you, which I yeah. think is stupid. Yeah, I think so. I think you can still get the uh, charities. 
charities, right? So you can still get the police, athletic, and the fraternal order of police. So pretty much half the people, or most of the people that you don't want calling you can still call you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Politicians and fucking cops shaming you into your support. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so I guess the, the, the lesson learned here for me is hang up, right? If, yep. <laughs> right? Don't. Just don't play Kato. Yeah, don't play Kato. Don't don't give him don't give him the opportunity. Just fucking hi. We're offering the click. Yep, it's better for you. It's better for them. Yeah, I also like. I've never tried doing this, but there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that people have said they've tried doing with like solicitors, where they're like, you know, give me your home phone number, I'll call you back later. So then there's this. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me one second. Hello. Oh, gee, I, I can't talk right now. Why don't you give me your home number and I'll call you later? Uh, well, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to do that. Oh, I guess you don't want people calling you at home. No. Well, now you know how I feel. That sounds familiar. That was <laughs> so forced. Well, that's well, how you Seinfeld. do it. That's Seinfeld. Well, that, I know. That's how you do it. That's how you roll. That's how you handle telemarketers like a boss. Mm-hmm. I think it's better if you just hang up. My roommate in college used to have whole conversations with them. Like, he used to string them along just to, just to drive them crazy. He would try to get them to hang up first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's a, lot. that's a way to get out of them. They make it a game. That's fun maybe once or twice, maybe three times. But I'm going to try that the next time. <laughs> I'm going to give that a whirl. I just give, give the phone to your kid. Oh, genius. My kid will talk to them forever. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Your, your kid will fuck with them. Your kid will fuck with them worse than you would. Oh, that's genius. He'll tell them knock-knock jokes forever. Done. <laughs> I love that idea. And that will get them to hang up first. Oh, I fucking love it. Good job by you. Uh, let's, let's wrap this up. What did we learn? What did we learn about unsolicited um, solicitation? That didn't sound right, but what did we learn? Z-Man. Knock knock jokes might be the answer. There you go, Gantor. Shit, you sprung it on me. God damn it! I d- you you know this is I coming. I didn't know it was coming this soon. God, Gantor, you should. I want you to keep. Uh, no, spears no. a pushover. That's right. That's right. I am. I learned that I shouldn't be giving people blue balls. I gotta hang up right You're away. Just learning that now. <sighs> He's a guy. He hasn't really had. Well, never mind. Yeah. So if you don't want to give people blue balls, why don't you go ahead and let us know on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash 4Listeners or 4Listeners.com. You can check out the show on Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Just search for 4Listeners. It will pop right on up. We thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch. Bye.